And now on this episode of Miami Miked Up, we welcome in Marlins first baseman, Josh Bell. Josh, so good to see you. Welcome back from a long off season. Um, first and foremost, I got to ask you, what's something recently this off season outside of baseball that's brought you joy? Well, I got the two girls at home, so uh, they're doing something new. It seems like every week, um, the the little one, she's seven months old now. She's wow. got teeth coming in. She's standing up, trying to take her first steps. So, I'm I'm pumped to watch her grow this season. I remember uh, last year you mentioning right after you had gotten traded, the lack of sleep <laughs> that you were getting as a result. So, how's that going? A little more sleep this off season, or even crazier with the two little girls? No, I think we got a good little routine. Um, you know, it was it was a lot easier with one. With the second one coming along, uh, had to start a new routine. Everything changes, but I think we had you know the months in the off season to kind of prepare for this season. Um, and I'm definitely excited to get going. It's awesome. Well, we're obviously excited to have you back here in Miami. You know, last year was such a wild ride when you guys show up at the trade deadline, you and Jake Berger, and help lead this team to the postseason. It was really a, a very special end to that season. So for you, you come down here, you're you're tearing the cover off the ball. Let's be real. How unique was that experience of 50 or so games at the end of the year? And how does it compare to some of the other experiences you've had in Major League Baseball? Yeah, it was fun. Um, you know, obviously, it felt like a, a bit of a redemption tour, uh, not e only for that season, but for the trade deadline before. Um, you know, got traded from the Nationals to the Padres, right. struggled a little bit, uh, struggled out of the gate for the Guardians, but uh, it was awesome to be able to kind of redeem myself and most importantly, help the team win down the stretch. Well, what did what did you learn about yourself during that stretch in terms of either the mental side of the game or the physical side, where there were adjustments made for you to kind of rebound from a slower start to the season? Yeah, I think it was just, you know, it draws importance to game planning. Um, I know our hitting staff did an unbelievable job with preparation. Um, I know our stats spoke for themselves. Guys coming out of the bullpen, you know, seven, eighth, ninth inning guys that are you know, incredible, really good stuff. We had yeah. awesome game plans for them, and I think that's why we had so much success later on in the game. Yeah, as an offense in general, you guys all, those those final few innings of the game, everybody was really taken off, and it was a lot of fun to watch some of those clutch moments. You know, do you have a favorite moment from last season that when you kind of take a bird's eye view, looking back at it, hey, either this individual game or this individual at bat? Yeah, I think, uh, I think it was that first game, um, getting traded over, you know, Berger and I are on, you know, a couple hours of sleep, yeah. meeting new people, um, end up having a game that night, too. So obviously you're trying to shake hands, remember names. But right. the most important thing is getting the dub. Went down early against the Phillies with Wheeler and came back late. You know, Sanchi dropped that ball in to, yep. to win the game for us. Uh, it was definitely an awesome, you know, first taste of, you know, being on the Marlins. And, uh, you know, the rest kind of took care of itself. It really did. It was so special. And you already mentioned four teams in two seasons. Do you think that there's any sort of actual maybe advantage that comes with that in 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 your experience? Or has that just been a bit of a whirlwind to where now you're just looking forward to kind of settle, settling down here a little bit? It's definitely nice coming back to the same squad. Um, I know that I, I learned a ton over the last couple of years, changing teams, changing organizations, um, learning about game planning, what works and what doesn't work. Right. Um, so I'm pumped to you know get going this year, um, hopefully start off on a lot stronger foot um, and, and keep things going with, with the guys. What is it that was so intriguing for you to say, yes, 
I want to come back here and be with the Miami Marlins organization? Yeah, it was a lot of things, but uh, you know, first and foremost, I got I got calls from Skip and, and Bruce. Um, they they told me that they wanted me to come back. Um, I think that goes a long way in this game. Uh, you know, get thrown a bone. Um, you know, I, I feel like just the trust from the get go, getting traded over. I was hitting you know fifth and sixth with the Guardians. First game, I'm hitting third. Right. End up hitting second a couple of times during the, the course of the, the rest of the season. So just knowing that I have trust from the management, trust from the skipper, um, goes a long ways, and um, I'm definitely pumped to get going. Yeah, skip the skipper. He's always giving you that trust. All right, so I know that, that in the trade, you and Jake Berger kind of bonded. Um, I remember talking to Jake during last season, and he was saying, you know, what a benefit it was to him to have you as someone that he could sort of rely on. So... Can you speak to me a little bit about that friendship? And then also, if we cast you guys in your own version of Drake and Josh called Jake and Josh, who would you want to cast as Jake and cast as you as actors? That's that's a great question. Um, but first and foremost, yeah, it was getting traded at the same time, coming to the clubhouse virtually at the same time, um, staying at the same hotel. We were um, seated next to each other on all the flights. So talking about game planning, Understanding the new dynamic of being on a, a new team that's right. that's playing well, that's hunting for the you know postseason, um, it's definitely important to be able to have someone that you know has your back, yeah. especially in a new scenario. So we felt like that with brothers from the get go. Uh, definitely pumped to, to be back here with him. And in regards to the the show, um, <laughs> that's that's a great who question. Who are we casting? Who are um, we casting as Jake, and who are we casting as Josh? Man. Uh, for for Josh, I always go for uh, you know like a Denzel or like yeah, a Will course. Smith, like top <laughs> tier. For for Jake, I'm maybe like a Keanu Reeves. He does it all. You I know, love it. Both sides of the ball. Um, <laughs> killer swing, uh, killer defense over there at third base. So I think yeah, maybe uh, him. You know, revamped as a, the new Neo. I think that'd be great. I think that's a really great idea. Well, obviously, um, you are a leader with this team. You have a, a ton of experience in Major League Baseball. Now, you mentioned, right, a bunch of different franchises playing with a bunch of different players. So as someone coming back into a team that's coming off a playoff appearance and has a lot of the same guys on the roster back here, what is your approach as a leader in the clubhouse in terms of being able to preach that right message to these guys? What is the message going into this season? I think it's just not taking anything for granted. Um, obviously, last year was you know a success um, as a whole, but not expecting teams to roll over. I think we're going to have a bit of a target on our backs in division, out of division. We're the team to beat um, being a postseason team. So just understanding that right out of the gate, we got to get going. Um, don't want to dig ourselves into a hole. Um, want to give ourselves the best chance to succeed down the stretch. And hopefully during the trade deadline again, we can make more moves to make our team better and you know continue that push. How, how would you describe yourself as a leader? Are you a more vocal guy, more lead by example? And in turn, who are some of the other guys in that clubhouse who you know will lead alongside you? No, yeah, I think that it's it, first and foremost, um, it's practice what you preach. So it's about the actions that you're taking in the clubhouse on and off the field. Um, but in regards to like speaking up, I, I have no problem with that. Um, we had a couple team meetings, that I think, you know, put us back in the right direction last year. Yep. But I saw a lot, you know, out of Jazz, out of Sandy, um, you know, out of Berger, um, guys that really want this team to push forward, um, really have, you know, a special place in their heart for the Marlins and for Miami. So I'm excited to have this team continue to grow this year and, and see where it takes us. Who are some guys you've learned from in your career in terms of leadership? Like, I, you've played alongside some really great 
ball players over the span of time. So who are some of the guys you've sort of taken that key from? Yeah, um, like you said, I played with a, a lot of greats, you know, future Hall of Famers. Um, but one guy that pops into my mind is, is Max Scherzer. Um, he's, he's an absolute dog. The preparation is there. Um, works out like crazy. Always the first guy to the field. Um, always researching ways to get better. Um, always taking care of his body. Um, guys like that that can play for, you know, almost 20 years, right. being on top of the game. You know, it's hard not to look up to people like that. And whenever they do open their mouth, you know, team meeting, in the dugout, whatever, it's all ears. You know, yeah. even if he's not talking to you, other people are listening, you know, trying to understand, you know, what it takes to be a great. So hopefully with a couple more years under my belt, I'll be one of those guys. Well, I think at this point you definitely are. And particularly with this team, every guy you talk to, they're they're looking at you to be one of those leaders. And you have led by example, whether it's on the field or, you know, in, in conversations like this and the way to approach the game. So uh, what would you say is and this is starting to get to some of the more fun questions. What would you say is your favorite part about living in Miami? Oh, man. It's always some place to go out to eat post game. Um, you Do you know. have any? You have any favorite spots that you've, um, you've picked like, up? I like yet? Zuma a lot. Okay, um, that's that's one of my favorites. Yeah. I, I know you know guys have been suggesting different things, but I kind of you know went back and went to Zuma. I probably went there four or five times <laughs> last year. Saw Cueto up there. Um, I know uh, a lot of guys like going to different spots. It's nice knowing that you know. Especially this year with the Saturday games being at four thirty, going to be able to have date night with the wife. Yeah, um, right. Take her to different spots, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited. And obviously, the the overall atmosphere. People love baseball here. Yep. Um, people love the Marlins, and and now that we're winning, you know, to go alongside with the Heat and the Dolphins, uh, the Panthers. I think the sky's the limit for this franchise. I love that. That's that's awesome. And you're right. Uh, this fan base does really truly care about baseball especially when the team is winning and you start to have something to rally around so that's been really special the last couple of years um who was your favorite ball player growing up the first one that pops into my head is uh josh hamilton just being wow. from the rangers yeah. um he had some unbelievable seasons 40 homers hitting like 285 driving in like 140 amazing. you know runs playing center field um i think that game changing at bat um if he's up you know bottom of the ninth he's getting walked it's like on yeah. to the next guy um he was a lot of fun to watch and just his comeback story is really cool it really was he was he was spectacular i still remember that home run derby that was like <laughs> yeah. one of the greatest shows yeah. we've ever yeah. seen yeah. ever oh my god it was spectacular uh do you have any favorite uh memories from playing like little league or travel ball yeah um you know i have a ton i i went to a Cooperstown, New York. I was actually talking to my dad about this last week. Uh, Cooperstown, New York, obviously, you know, it's an expensive trip coming up from Texas. Um, once in a lifetime experience living in the barracks with your team. Probably what, um, 12, 13, 14 years yeah, old? Yeah, I would say 12. Um, you know, before travel ball, right. this was like our first taste of like, okay, these kids are from this area, these yeah. kids are from the DR. It was definitely a lot of competition, but I remember. Um, being at first base, diving back in after a pickoff, and uh, the ball like bounced up and like popped me in the mouth, no. and like my lip blew up. I had <sighs> blood everywhere, and that was like a defining moment. Uh, my dad comes out. He's like, "Hey, you guys, say in this game, like you're pitching, like your team needs you. You didn't come this far." And I mean, my face was just blown up. Wow. Um, I had like a no hitter going into the third. Like I was locked in, yeah. like focused, fully focused. Um, and you know, it's exciting to have memories like that. A little bit of adversity coming back understanding that the game will reward you if you you know throw it all on the line so uh that's one of those we ended up winning that game we lost in the tournament you know towards the end but that's one 
in the back of my mind, you know, if I'd come out of that game, didn't play, who knows if I'd be here right now. Well, and so. that, that alters your whole mentality, what you've been talking about as a leader, as someone like Max Scherzer, who you're mm -hmm. saying that's a dog who wants yeah. to go out there and compete yeah. no matter Pitch what. with a black eye after oh. the foul ball. Oh, the, right? right. Yeah, 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 just yeah, like that. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. So I can imagine, maybe we can we can find some old pictures somewhere and we can get that and put put the visuals yeah, side by side. Yeah, side by side for sure. Um, all right, I'm going to have you pick. Before before I have you go, i got a couple more questions for you and then asking you a, a, a couple more questions about your teammates. Um, I need you to pick this week's NFL games for me. So it's the Ravens hosting the Chiefs. Who's winning that game? I really want the, the Ravens to win. Um, just being in D.C., obviously, you know, Travis Kelsey and Mahomes, it's like they've done it before. Right. You know, I don't want to see a, a new team in the Super Bowl. Um, and Lamar's from down here. Yeah, I think it would be so sick to have a Florida boy, yeah. especially with his career and everything that he's done for himself and for his family. Uh, yep. Got a root for guys like that. All right, and then Lions at the San Francisco 49ers. Who you got? I think the 49ers take that. They're pretty good. I, I mean, the Lions have had an incredible season, but I, I think it's going to be Ravens and 49ers in the Super Bowl. I like I like the breakdown. All right, you were just mentioning you want to be able to take the wife out for dinner, uh, date nights after some of those earlier games on Saturdays. So Valentine's Day is coming up. Um, if hypothetically I was recently married, and hypothetically I didn't have any valentine's day plans yet and mm -hmm. hypothetically i needed to figure that out okay. hypothetically what would you suggest for someone who hypothetically needed to do <laughs> well, that hypothetically, hypothetically um i don't know I, I think it's it's uh important to stay authentic it's nothing that uh you want to just you know copy and paste from you know website or even hypothetically from a guy like me <laughs> but i think if it comes from the heart if you have a nice date plan i think that uh you know it goes a long way if it's coming from the heart whether it's something original like writing a letter or you know, taking her to a spot that might not be the best, but, you know, has some memories for you or for her. Um, that goes a long way. My man, I like that. That's good Valentine's Day advice for everybody going ahead and watching and listening to this. All right, a few things of the players most likely to blank. So okay. the player on this team most likely to know all the words to a Taylor Swift song. I got to say burger. I think that just... Living in Tennessee, yep. you know, married up there, he's in the hills. I feel like they have probably, him and his wife, listened to all the albums. He, I don't know, he's definitely not working out to it, but I could see him knowing, you know, more than one song of, of Taylor's. I love that. Uh, players most likely to go back for seconds and dominate the buffet. Um, Man, that's crazy. I, Sandy <laughs> eats a lot. You know, he's like, it, it looks on TV like he's skin and bones, but... Uh, He's an animal. He can, he can definitely put down a couple of plates. He's in way better shape. Like, he's jacked. He's, nobody he's nobody realizes just how much of a beast Sandy is. Uh, player most likely to take control of the Ox? Ooh. Jazz, right? Right, of course. First and foremost, that's, of course, that's an easy one. He's gonna of course. You know what? I DJ did. Jess that's that's yeah. spoon-fed right for you. Uh, most likely to take a week to reply to a text message? I would say also jazz. A uh, <laughs> couple messages I sent out this this past off season. Um, I would say it took him about four or five days to get back. But you know, just watching his Instagram, he's always doing something. I know yeah. his, his phone's probably blowing up left and right, day in day out. And finally, uh, the player most likely to make you laugh. I would have to say Arise. You know, the way he plays the game, he's always got a smile on his face. He's always, you know, jumping up and down, laughing. Um, but he can turn it on and be a competitor, a gamer, too. It's, it's fun to watch. He is. You are. Looking forward to watching both of you near the top of the order for this team as you guys try to get back to the playoffs once again this year. Josh Bell, thank you for joining me on Miami Mic'd Up. Awesome. Thanks, Jeremy.